You're listening to Meet Me at the Tzomet, the intersection, with Jewish Connectivity's Rabbi Arnie Samlin, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Jewish Connectivity and Rabbi Samlin, please visit jewishconnectivity.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to Meet Me at the Tzomet at the Intersection. I'm Rabbi Arnie Samlin and this is the Jcast Network. Meet Me at the Tzomet brings you ideas to help you meet everyday life challenges using Jewish texts and values. Today what I'd like to do is talk to you for a minute about decision-making, especially unilateral decision-making. Now, all of us, at some point or another, have made a unilateral decision, a decision that impacts others, and we've done it without really bothering to consult anyone else because, well, in most cases, it's simply a decision that has to be made quickly. We've done that as parents, we've done that as spouses, we've done that as friends, and we've probably done it in the workplace as well. It's not the ideal situation, but sometimes it is just a necessity to make a quick decision, turn it around, and bring everyone along with you. But by far, the better idea for decision-making is that of joint decision-making, and at the very least, consulting with those who are governed, those who will be impacted by your decision. I think about that a lot in terms of parenting and in terms of work. By having combined joint decision-making, you're more likely to get buy-in for the decision you're going to make and more likely to be able to work together in implementing the decision and in just, well, living together with whatever the decision is you're making. There's a real interesting Jewish text that I want to mention to you that I think sheds incredible amounts of light in this idea of joint decision-making. Early in the story of Genesis, the story of creation in the Torah, there is the conversation that takes place. Actually, not really a conversation as much as a monologue by God. God has already created the plant life and animal life that's going to take root on earth. And suddenly God says, let us make human, Adam. Interestingly enough, let us is in the plural, as it sounds. We will make man. Now, there are some ancient commentators who say this is just sort of the royal we, as in we are going to do something when it really means I will. But there are some commentators, such as one known to history as the Rashbam, who suggest that God actually consulted with other beings, with celestial beings, with the angels, as it were, before deciding to create humanity. After all, if there is such a thing as angels, they would ultimately be impacted by the sudden appearance of humanity. Suddenly, they weren't alone to enjoy God's presence. There would be other beings in the universe. And so, according to Rashbam, God consults with the angels and says, we should do this, with almost a little bit of a question mark at the end of a sentence, as in, what do you think, guys? Well, certainly, if God is the Almighty, consults with others and doesn't take unilateral action on something as important as creating humanity, then all of us have an obligation to check in with people who are going to be impacted by the things we do and the decisions we make before we just set about 
changing everyone's life and turning them all upside down. Think about some of the decisions you make. Where are there ways that you can engage other people in helping to make those decisions and getting their buy-in? Where are there times when perhaps you would have made a different decision had you bothered to consult with other people? Please think about these issues and be sure to leave comments and ideas on the Facebook page of JCast Network and on the Twitter feed, Jewish Connective. Go out there, consult with others, make great decisions, and make great things happen. Until the next time, Shalom.